Hey there, thanks for checking out my podcast. This episode was recorded originally as a video, so if you'd prefer to watch it, head over to my YouTube channel. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy. Let's talk about the wheel option strategy, a fascinating strategy, very, very popular by many traders. Right now, my goal is to explain to you this strategy in 15 minutes or less. So we will very quickly talk about what is the options wheel strategy? How do you choose the right stock? How do you choose the right option? When do you take profits? What do you do when the stock moves lower? And again, all of this, hopefully, fingers crossed, in 15 minutes or less. So let's talk about the wheel option strategy. What is is the idea here. Well, number one, first of all, you are selling put options and for doing this, you're collecting premium. I will tell, talk to you exactly on what stocks we will sell this put option on and what options we will sell, but this is the general idea. Now, if on expiration date, the stock is trading below the strike price that you have chosen, then you might get a sign. So uh, you might or might not get assigned the stock, meaning that you have to buy the stock. So assignment means that you need to buy the stock. If yes, then we move on to step number three. If you do not get assigned, we move on to step number one again. So what is step number three? This is where you sell call options and collect premium. So as you can see, it's pretty straightforward. It is pretty simple. And I have a, a more comprehensive video on this. I'll link to it uh, later in the description. So but let's talk about when you do this, the key, the really key is step number two, and step number three, choosing the right stock and choosing the right option. So let's talk about it. How do you choose the right stock? And the idea here is to choose value stocks. Yes, growth stocks. No, so how do you find value stocks for this particular strategy? Let me show you how I do it. And again, I'm just here sharing my variation of the wheel strategy with you. As you know, there's many, many variations out there. And I just want to share with you what works for me, what I am trading here right now. So we'll talk about the value stocks. Uh, we go over to PowerX Optimizer. One of the stocks that I traded today was BAC, Bank of America. So this is where I like to go to finance.google.com, or I believe google.finance, you get the idea. Look up Bank of America, and there's a few things that I'm looking for. The first thing is I want to see, do they pay a dividend? Because when they do a dividend, usually uh, value stocks are paying a dividend. Growth stocks are keeping all the money to reinvest in growth. I want to see that the PE ratio is relatively low, but most importantly, I want to say that the company is making money. What you see here in green is the revenue over the past five years, as you can see, 2017, 18, 19, 20, and 21. As you can see, the revenue of Bank of America steady at a high level here around $90 billion. The orange column here is showing the profits. And we see that Bank of America has been profitable year over year. Yes, we did have a dip in 2020, but hey, most companies Companies, most value stocks did have a dip in 2020. Growth stocks were exploding. So this is what we are looking for here. Now, let me show you another example uh, of more of a growth stock. So we're looking at a company like Peloton, for example. Uh, with Peloton, we'll see, of course, they don't pay a dividend. They don't have a PE ratio because they're not making money just yet. And if you're looking here at the annual growth, you see that they have been exploding in growth, going from what, a few hundred million dollars to five billion dollars, $4 billion in sales. But 
never making a profit. In fact, in, in 2021, the profits have been even decreasing or the, the losses have been increasing. These are the three criteria that I look to look for in growth stocks. So I want to see they make money. They have moderate growth, not crazy growth like Peloton here. They typically pay a dividend and the PE ratio, which is the price to earnings ratio, is rather low. Now, one more thing that I want to see when picking the right stock, I want to see that on a chart, on a technical chart, the stock is in a sideways range. And what, what does this mean? Well, if you take a look here at Bank of America, let's come back here. You see that, that Bank of America kind of have been trading sideways over the past few months. So this year is October. Right now, as we're recording this video, it is February. So here we see that the stock has been trading sideways between, I want to say, around 43 to $50. So this is what I'm looking for. I don't want to trade a stock, for example, here like Zillow's. Let's just jump to another one that has been in a prolonged downtrend trend here. Or let's maybe take a look at, I'll just I'll take a look at a few others here. So here also wild swings. I do not like these wild swings, but I definitely like a value stock that has been recently rather going sideways in a sideways range. Because as you'll see here, in a moment, we are benefiting if the stock either moves significantly higher or slightly higher or sideways or slightly lower. The only trouble that we have is when the stock moves significantly lower. And this is where we'll talk about what to do when the stock moves lower in the last section here. So how do you choose the right option? One final comment here regarding the stocks. Only choose stocks that you want to own. Why? Because step number two, you might get assigned. This means that you have to buy the stock. Again, I'll show you very specific examples here in just a moment. So an example here is Bank of America. I don't have a problem owning this. Let me give you a few other examples of a stock that I traded today. And the stock that I traded today was Boeing. BA, the symbol here. And Bank of America is BAC as the symbol. So now the question is, how do you choose the right option? Well, first of all, we already know that we want to trade a put option. And when it comes to the right option, we need to look at the expiration date. So how many days to expiration? I'm abbreviating this with DTE for days to expiration. And we need to talk about the strike price. For me personally, and again, there's many variations of the wheel strategy and everybody's trading it slightly different. Differently. And this is what I really love about the wheel strategy, because the wheel strategy allows a lot of flexibility where you can tailor this strategy to your need. For me, the expiration date is a maximum of two weeks. And here is how I choose the expiration date. On Monday and Tuesday, I'm choosing this week's expiration, which means that with this week's expiration, I only have a few days, which is four to five DTE days to expiration. On Wednesdays, when I'm entering a trade on Wednesday, I'm looking at this week's and next week's expiration. So this means that I have here anywhere between three days to expiration to nine DTE. But then on Thursday and Friday, I'm typically looking at next week's expiration which means that I'm typically looking here at around to eight days to expiration. These are my rules of thumb. Will I trade a stock on Thursday that expires the next day? Maybe. So this is where I might consider taking a trade here. But these are in general my rules of what I'm doing, what expiration date I am choosing. 
Now, the strike price, this is, again, this will be the price at which you have to buy the stock. So you have to ask the question, do you want to own the stock at the strike price? In order to do this, I want to look for a strike price at a support level. And I'm looking for a rather short-term support level. So the support level that I'm looking for is the lowest low of the past eight weeks. So why so short? Why do I only look back over the past eight weeks? Because as you can see, my horizon for this trade is rather short-term. It is anywhere between three and nine days to expiration. So therefore, I don't need to look back over the past few years. It is okay if I look back over the past eight weeks. So let's take a look at a stock here. So here, for example, BAC, the blue line that you see here is actually the lowest low of the last few weeks. So here we see that the lowest low is $43. This means that for this particular example, I want to choose a strike price of $43 or below. Let's talk about Boeing. Another example here. So Boeing is a stock that I traded this morning. And as you can see, the lowest low of the last eight weeks was 190. Let me just quickly see. I traded today the 185. So I want to choose a strike price that is at the lowest low of a stock that is moving sideways over the last eight weeks or below. So uh, let's move on is when do you take profits? Do you take profits at all? And this is where I buy back the option, both calls and puts when I see 90% of the max profits until the day before expiration. Let me give you a very specific example. So BAC, Bank of America, I sold, um, let me just see the 41 put for a total here of 23 cents, which is $23 per contract. So this means, and the expiration here, put expiring, this is on March 4th on Friday, <laughs> it turns into 3 4th. So on March 4th, for 23 cents. So this means I would buy back the put for two cents on or before March 3rd, right? So uh, on or before, I usually don't like to do this on the last day of expiration, then you might as well let it expire worthless. So this is here an example uh, for selling a put. This is for Bank of America. Let me give you an example, an example for a call. So as an example, I did on, uh, let's see, on ADI, I sold the 162.50 call expiring March 4th for $2.71. So this means that I would buy back the call for 27 cents on or before March 3. Is this making that sense thus far? Is this helpful at all? If it is, do me a favor, give me a like, and we will move on to the question of all questions. What do you do when the stock moves lower? So there's several ways and there's several ideas that you can do that others do. And then I'll tell you what I'm doing. So some of the ideas are is uh, you could actually roll your put to avoid assignment. I don't do that. I don't like this idea. So for me, that would be a no. What I like to do, and again, it is up to you. I like to fly rescue missions. And I want to talk about those for a moment. What does this mean? These rescue missions here. This is where I sell more puts when the stock dropped by around 30%. And what is the idea here? The idea is to get assigned and therefore lower your cost basis. 
What is the cost basis? Well, this is the price at which you're selling the shares for. So basically the idea here is a cost averaging. You might agree with this concept. You might not. That's up to you, especially when you chose the right stocks that are value stocks. I believe that you can average down your cost. However, if you're not comfortable with it, by all means, do not do this. What I'm doing here is that I'm not rushing in with a full position. So I'm flying these rescue missions, flying rescue missions in one thirds. What does this mean? It means that if I committed $100,000 in buying power to the original position, in this case, Bank of America, I, in this case, I would commit around $33,000 to each rescue mission, and I would fly up to three rescue missions. I know that I'm doing it a little bit abbreviated here because I promise you that I want to tell you this strategy in a nutshell in 15 minutes or less. So if you do want to know more about rescue missions, I do leave a link in the description to a video that I did where I explained these rescue missions in more detail. Anyhow, my goal here for today was to show you the wheel option strategy to give you a broad level overview in 15 minutes or less so that you can decide whether this is a strategy that you want to learn more about or if this is a strategy where you say this is not for me and I mean this is absolutely your discretion you are the trader you are the captain of the ship you are the pilot of this plane you decide what you want to do with your money this is one of the strategies that I trade this is the way how I trade it there's many ways to trade the wheel strategy and you might not find more information about this if if you are intrigued by the way how I traded, I have a book for you that is called The Wheel Option Strategy. I'll link to it in the description. This is where you find more information. And I also did a longer video, around 45 minutes, on the wheel strategy where I show you in detail and many, many more examples of how I do it. Hope that this overview helps. If it does, take a look at the other videos that I'll link to you, uh, probably right here in the description. And then I will see you in the next video. All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. And if you could do me a huge favor and rate it, that would mean a lot to me. Just leave a five-star rating and let others know what you think about the podcast. Also, you can go to rockwelltrading.com social, where you'll find links to all of my social media accounts, as well as event info, blogs, and other cool updates I have for you. Thank you so much for listening and remember to join me next time. Until then, have a great time and I'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.